Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hey, Andy. Did you survive your uh, Halloween? I did survive my Halloween. I'm still really spooked out from our last episode when we told all those scary stories. Yeah. But I survived. <sighs> Nothing worse than creepy interview stories, right, Andy? Nothing worse. Sorry, my chair is really squeaky. <laughs> Just ignore it. Yeah, we all know. We can all hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what's on the uh, What's on the roster today? Let's find out Andrew. what's on the roster. Let's fire up our our random topic generator and find out. Patrick, we're in a new room today. By the way, we're in a small little closet room. We I are. I like to call around one fern. There's one little fake plant in the room, <laughs> and two of us on a little tiny table. As it should be. You know, I think yeah. we should be a lot closer together when mm-hmm. we're podcasting. I want to see what your what your facial Shirt's expressions today, are. Shirts on though. That's good. Shirts are on, yeah. We'll see yeah. We'll see how the podcast's different from having shirts on yeah. versus other episodes. It would be less echo. Yeah. To have clothing to absorb the sound waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today, Patrick, we have a topic um, coming from... Danny Gonzalez. Ooh. Danny, Danny Gonzalez. Gonzalez. That's right. And that is, um, the, the topic is networking practices as a new designer versus a seasoned designer. New designer versus seasoned designer. Yeah. So what is it like to network? Um, and what do what do new designers do? What do senior, senior designers do? What's the yeah, difference, right? It's the best way to network. Yeah. So, um, Patrick, I think you're pretty good at networking. You have you have lots of friends. I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay. I don't I don't have that many friends. You don't have that many friends. I have one or two friends. One or two, uh, and then I know some people, and then I have a lot of people that don't like me. Yeah, that's uh, true. So I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's good networking or bad networking. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, and that, that might be it might be um, one of the two. Um, so, what was networking like for you when you first started out as a designer? Um, what, what did that look like? What were your, your challenges there and how, what worked and what didn't work for you? Yeah. When I first started out, I was, uh, I was the only designer at the company that I was working for mm-hmm. and I was still in college. I was still finishing up my degree. Um, so it was kind of more like an internship and I didn't have a network. I was, I was, you know, this Andy, I was coming from repairing copy machines to going into design. Yeah. Which so, is, it's about the same yeah, thing, it's, right? They're close. Yeah. You know, like. You know, color printers and and color graphic like no, they're not at all close. <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I didn't have any. I didn't know any designers. No, no designers. Uh, there wasn't any designers um, professionally that I knew. Mm-hmm. That like some people have a brother, or a, you know, an uncle or a couple friends that are designers, and they get into it and they have they already have somebody kind of established that they can work with. I didn't have that, so um, I had like. The, I had my teachers, had my professors at college who I uh, tried to network with early as possible. Um, you know, try to get to know them when I, like, especially the adjuncts. Yeah. Because they were working at different places. Like, one of the adjuncts that uh, I had a couple classes with worked at Asana or USANA. Sorry. USANA, okay. Uh, he worked at USANA up here in Salt Lake and he was a UX designer. So I started talking to him more. Not necessarily to get a job there, but mm-hmm. like just to find out, just to meet somebody, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just start. I just started talking to people 
professionally that I would meet, right? And I think I think in either case, whether you're new to design, whether you're coming into the industry or you've been here, number one thing, Andy, would be courage. Courage. Yep. You need to drink your, your courage potion, mm-hmm. whatever that is. If you got that from the Wizard of Oz yeah. or if you got that from the liquor store, whatever it would be, <laughs> <laughs> you need a little bit of courage, first of all. Uh, but when, but early on, I reached out to people online a just, lot. Just like cold yeah. DMing people. Dude, right? I snuck into everybody's DMs on Twitter. You did, okay. Yeah, in, the, in the early days. Because I, I signed up for Twitter like the second day I started work. <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. And then um, I started following, I was following some blogs, some uh, design blogs like Web Designer Depot. And then I started following just the authors of the articles. And then I, st- I would start DMing them with questions yeah. about their articles. Um, you know, I read this in your article. That seems interesting. Is there more information I could get from that? Or, you know, just that kind of stuff. Um, and some people would pl- re- reply back. I'd, I'd say the conversion rate on a lot of those DMs was pretty low, you know, 10, 15%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but surprisingly, a lot of people would reply back. Some even, you know, some of the some of the people that were sort of at the time, you know, the big names in design that I would DM um, even they would reply back, which I was always kind of surprised, you know, hmm. VPs of design other places. Um, and then that's when I was introduced to the user group. So I started going to user groups and that's where I found the best, uh, for me, that was the best way to network was user groups yeah. or meetups. Awesome. So I think maybe before we go a little bit further, we should probably define like what networking is. Cause it's very easy to say, like, <laughs> I just network. I just started networking. <laughs> yeah, what what is in your mind? What is networking? Anyway? I think that's a, and that's a great question. It's kind of nebulous, but like what I think it what I think it is, and what I like use it for, is to basically connect with other other people, like like minded people that are in my profession, that that might be doing things different ways, um, that might help introduce me to you know new techniques, um, and basically it's a way for me and basically a way for me and another individual to share what's what's going on in our industry mm-hmm. and to to learn best practices all that stuff <clears throat> so i think that's kind of what it is and it's just to make like friends just to like have human connections um to help you get better yeah so i think like if you if you're networking it doesn't mean you're like you're like handing out 20 business cards a day <laughs> <laughs> and they have your contact info yeah. it's not like just just to get a job mm-hmm. um I think what it is is just like making a connection, even if it was a small thing. Like, where where do you work? What do you do? And that's that's a connection, and that's I think that's that's a network. Yeah, I think you should consider it too as a as a way to learn about your community and about your industry. Yeah, I think it's one of the best ways to learn because, like you said, you're like, where do you work? And people are like, well, I work over here, and you're like, what? I didn't know they did that over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can learn. Yeah, you learn about all the companies in the area, where people work, how people work, um, what they do. A lot of times I think most of the people I probably meet, I don't think I've ever met again, I yeah. would say. Like a high, like you're probably the same way. Like mm-hmm. you meet a bunch of people at a meetup and a lot of times you don't actually meet these people again. Um, but you, that doesn't mean you still can't learn from them yeah. and grow from that. also doesn't mean like later in the future that you don't, you won't bump into them again, right? And they'll remember you or whatever, and you can make that connection again. But I, I just think, yeah, having having a bunch of people for me networking is is about learning, 
and then having a bunch of people I know where I can learn from. Mm-hmm. So like, um, if I met you at a conference uh, or something like that, I would try to like, in my brain, I would try to like, like categorize you as like, here's Andy. You'd put me and, in a box. Yeah, okay. put you in a box. Here's Andy. Um, and he works here, like build a profile, just like Facebook does with everybody, all of us, right? Yeah. So you kind of you kind of like build a profile. I don't have like a, I mean, I do have the yarn board at home with everybody's pictures on it with of the course. yarn connecting yeah. and stuff like that, but that's different. That's a different thing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I want to know. I want to know when you're building when you're building my my profile, like what tags you added to me in your head, right? Yeah. Like like, like uh, hashtag cool. Yeah. Hashtag uh, nice beard. Like witty. Super cute. Yeah. All yeah. that stuff. Uh, totes. <laughs> F- yeah, the totes something I was going to say something <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> like wicked awesome AF. Yeah. You know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Those are usually the tags. No, but I would kind of like, I'd be like, well, what did, what, what, what did we talk about? Um, or what could I learn from this person? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and then when I, in the past too, I've been, even now, like I'll remember people, and then you go, you go, oh, where did I learn that thing from? And I probably should be better at writing things down and documenting things. But you go, oh, where did I learn that from? Oh, that was that dude over there. Oh yeah, Andy. I'm gonna hit him up again on Proctive or Twitter or something like that, and then be like, hey, remember when we were talking about this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a good way to know, like, to get to know people, obviously, but also to remember, like, oh, these are people that I can reach out to for user research yeah or these are people i can reach out to for this or like leadership skills things like that mm-hmm. um, these are people that i can reach out to for leadership skills or mentoring or something like that yeah you know and i think i think you were you had courage when you were young <laughs> in the design field as you said and you're just dming like everybody even like like vps like top level designers you were just reaching out to them i think um, i am a person um, who is not super social, and mm-hmm. I would be afraid to do that, thinking that they would be annoyed that I'm reaching out to them. Um, you said you had a low, like, you know, return rate of, you know, people actually <laughs> answering your DMs and responding to you. Um, but it also seemed like you had, like, a, a, an okay, like, amount of people that were cool with answering your questions, right? Yeah. So I think, like, if if you have that fear... And this is, I think, like what a, a junior designer might have that fear um, that you shouldn't be afraid to do it. Because um, if I get approached by somebody, like I'm actually happy to help people out. And I think a lot of people are very happy to mm-hmm. answer questions and, and talk about design and stuff like that. Because it's it's a great way for all of us to learn and to, you know, grow as designers. Yeah. So. Well, and I've experienced that in Utah. Our Utah design community is really friendly. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're more than friendly. And I think, um, it takes a lot to annoy people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what other communities are like. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what the Austin community is like. I don't know what the Amsterdam community is like. I don't know what any of the communities are like around the world, but I just know in Utah, people are really open and friendly to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think, you know, we've proven that these meetups that we have, your product type meetups, they get hundreds of people out to them. And I think that's why I think people are, People want to meet other people and talk to other people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, don't don't be afraid to. I mean, you don't you don't want to be annoying. Obviously, you don't want people. You don't want to leave thinking you know with that other person thinking like that person was super annoying. Mm-hmm. But um, 
you also don't want to like not try. Like you, you said, what's, what's the cliche? You know, you only you only get you only get the shots that you take or whatever. Yeah, you, know, you make a hundred percent of the shots you try. I don't know. Yeah, like you'll make zero percent of the shots you don't take. Something like that. Something, yeah, I don't know. It's a Wayne Gretzky cloak. Yeah, quote, go look it up. Yeah, <laughs> but like you, you have to at least try, right? Yeah, like. If you were calculating a conversion rate on what you get from networking people, it's probably pretty low. Like mm-hmm. if you had a, if you had an app that did it, um, like your return on investment for that's probably a little low for every person that you meet. Yeah. But um, collectively, like if you, yeah, if you talk to a hundred people and your, your conversion rate is, you know, ten to fifteen, that's pretty low. But that's ten to fifteen new people that you can reach out to contact yeah. later when you're hiring people. Those are 10 or 15 people that you could hire potentially, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that. Uh, there's another, I, I don't think it's Wayne Gretzky, but um, <laughs> like a lot of times you go out and you network with people that are going to be your boss. And I think that's, I think that's kind of true too. Like yeah. you're out networking with people and you don't know if that person in three years is going to be the person that's going to remember you and hire you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just don't do it, and I don't think you have to be like um, super outgoing to do it either. I don't think so either. I totally agree because that's that's totally me. And like when I started out as a designer, just like you, I had I had nobody in in my company. The company was like they hire a new a new UX designer, which is me, right? And they didn't have one before, so like it was all of us just learning together, right? So, um, so yeah, my my natural thing was like, oh, I found this design meetup, you know, that um, was I think PDA at the time, um, and and you can just go to it and learn from people, and you don't have to talk to everybody there, but you can talk to somebody you're sitting next to, ask them where they work, yeah, um, ask them what they do and how they like it, and then then the conversation will just go into design and you'll just learn something. Mm-hmm. And I may not even remember to ask their name or like <laughs> remember their name because I'm horrible at that too. But like you're learning something all the way around. So yeah. it's it's important to have like just a human connection, I think, somewhere because if it's all you learning from just books, from watching YouTube videos, you'll get like some great answers there, but you're not going to get all the answers that you specifically need mm-hmm. that you're looking for, especially ones that are like, local to you and your community so i think yeah as a junior designer if you're at all afraid or if you're not a very social person just it, the least you could do is go to a meetup and just listen yeah maybe introduce yourself to a couple people i think that would be step one as a junior yeah as a junior person who wants to network and wants to get out there and wants to um find people to network with that'd be this that'd be the first step is mm-hmm. get into get into a meetup group and then just start attending. Yeah. Like don't even don't even really you don't even need to participate initially. Just just show up, start doing that. Um, another another thing for a junior designer is a lot of these meetups um, have volunteers to help them uh, get the events created. You know. Mm-hmm. So like um, like uh, the product type one, um, I've I've you know people I've heard people like juniors they volunteer to do to do you know they they like videotape their their meetups and stuff so yeah i'll volunteer to hold the camera you know that kind of stuff and they've met people doing that um and then gotten jobs doing that mm-hmm. like that's how they've that's how they've that's how they got their job was met a person that they were also another person that was holding the camera next to them you yeah. know so it's like 
volunteer or uh, you know like the front conference here all the conferences design conferences all require everywhere you go have volunteer programs um, I've done that before I volunteered at like open West for a couple years like you volunteer you go out you do whatever you know maybe you're just that person that's handing out flyers maybe you're the person that's sitting there handing out uh, you know checking people in something like that yeah. but you get to know a ton of people that mm-hmm. way um, and people see you you know and they ask you questions and stuff like that. Um, so just participate. Another thing as a junior, I think you can do, um, is create your own meetup. It's not, there's nothing that's stopping you from creating your own meetup. That's true. You can create your own junior designer meetup. You absolutely could. And that would be awesome. There's so many junior designers out there. So whoever's not, and then reach out to the one person, you know, yeah. (laughs) And then say, look, I started this meetup. Can you tell your friends? And then those friends tell their friends, and it goes on. Yeah. And then with a with a place like Meetup or any of those places like Eventbrite, it's yeah, it's out there, and they have their own. So when people when when another person's like, what do I do? He said to go get into a Meetup, and he types in Design Meetup, and he sees your Meetup, and so then he signs up for it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of also what I did. Is I didn't like any of the meetups. I mean, I, I like some of them, but some of them I didn't like at the time. Mm-hmm. So I started my own. Yeah. And that's, I think I, I think I know, I think I met a lot more people when I started my own. You also learn so much. Yeah. When you're like running a meetup. Yeah. There's so much that goes into that. You it's a lot you, of work. <laughs> no, it's, I was going to say, you learn you don't want to do it. Yeah. But. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And I think something else I wanted to suggest as well that I think is really important for a junior designer I'm going to say two things. The first thing is look for a mentor. So there are <laughs> there are mentor like opportunities. Like um, here in Utah, we have like a mentorship program that Product Hive also runs. You can sign up for that and just get a mentor. And that's that's one way to start um, mm-hmm. to start talking to people and learning from people. You'll learn from somebody who like is willing to teach you and has more experience in the field. Yeah. Um, so that would be really great. On that, great. before we go to the other one, on that one, it doesn't have to be formal. So I've had some Dev Mountain students ask me as I started teaching down there again, like, how do you find a mentor? Yeah. Like, how do I, ta- how do I ask them to be my mentor? I'm like, you don't. You just, you find a person you respect and you start talking to them. It's just ask them some questions, right? Yeah. And, and then be like, be like, hey, you want to go to lunch sometime? You want to uh-huh. talk about this? And then eventually, before they even know it, they're mentoring you, yeah. right? Well, it doesn't do, have to be like an official thing. I don't know. Well, at one point, you're going to have to, you know, DTR. Like, sit down <laughs> and like, so what is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> what is the meaning of our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> so that might happen. <laughs> then it's formal at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't have to be a formal thing you pay for or anything. Just like, yeah. Just like, it could be one of your buddies. It could be somebody that's just in the, you know, the, you know, working in this, in the industry you want to be in. Just yeah. find somebody. Absolutely. And I think moving on to the next thing is that's really important is I think job shadowing, especially mm-hmm. for a junior designer. Um, <laughs> you're knocking on the table, Patrick. I'm, I'm knocking on the table with an, with uh, enthusiastic agreement. That's right. <laughs> here, here, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think this is super important for so many reasons because um, my my assumption here, and I don't know everybody, of course, but I think a lot of people are open to. Um, allowing you to job shadow at a, mm-hmm. at a company. 
you and all, all you really need to do is just hit them up, just DM them anywhere and be like, would you be willing to? <laughs> They're going to say yes or no. And that's that's the end of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and if they say yes, you get to go and see the environment that a designer works in. You get all the time, like all that time to just ask them questions and see what they're doing and um, see like really intimately, like what a designer does every day. And there's so much you can learn from that. Um, and there's also a lot of great networking that happens there too, because you're also mm -hmm. talking to anybody else you're interacting with, with developers, with with QA, with other designers, and you get to just meet the team and see what, what they do every day and how they interact. Um, and it's even possible to get a job from, mm -hmm. from Job Shadow. Isn't that right, Patrick? 100% possible. <laughs> it's absolutely possible. I think you've you hired never, somebody. You never know. You could be totally surprised. You could say like, hey, I'm going to come in and Job Shadow uh -huh. and then find yourself in a job interview. And then by 3.30 p.m. that <laughs> afternoon, find yourself, uh, get, get yourself a phone call from that person and say, we have an offer for you. Yeah. That can happen, All which did day. happen. It's happened before. Um, yeah, we've had good experiences at Canopy with job shadowing. I've mm -hmm. always been kind of open to it because I used to, I, I asked people to job shadow a lot when I was starting out. Yeah. Because I didn't know what part of the world I wanted to like. Like what part of the 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 digital design world I wanted to work in, mm -hmm. so I would go shadow places. Like I shadowed an agency, and it was very evident that was not good for me. You know, I did my beard wasn't cool. Yeah, the boot thing. I didn't wear boots. Like it was it was yeah. It was definitely not where I was supposed to work. <laughs> um, so job shadowing helps you immensely as a junior designer. Um, it also you just don't know. Like we've had um, we've had people that have come in and job shadow the canopy that like didn't get hired at Canopy or anything like that, but um, they've reached out to us for further advice on career moves mm -hmm. and things like that. I had somebody hit me up just the other day that job shadowed like three years ago. Um, and she was wondering if she should go to this, if she should take this other job, if it would like hurt her career to take it. Wow. Um, and so like you, that's what a network is for, right? Yeah. Um, she felt comfortable enough reaching out to me, you know, years later about that because we got to know her when she job shadowed here, the company. Yeah. And that's really cool. And you spend time and it's like, let's say you go to a company and there's nine designers, you're probably going to meet five or six of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them, you know, you might, you might stick with, you know, some of them are cool. Some of them want to talk to you more. Some of them aren't, doesn't matter. But job shot is a great way to build your network. Absolutely. And you, you're just learning so much from that experience. And it's also like showing like from the, you know, the team side of things like this person like actually is trying to learn. Mm -hmm. They're like really making an effort to do it. And they're putting themselves out there to do it. So it's it's I think it's important to do. And you can see like how all the different companies, you know, in your your local area work and see what what, com what kind of company you'd want to work at. Yeah. So I think there's just so many benefits from that. Um, so if you're not doing it, I would recommend start doing it. Yeah. Start trying to job shadow, find a mentor. I think a huge difference between juniors and senior level designers doing it is that I think senior level designers quit doing it after they get their <laughs> senior level job. I think so too. And I think that's really bad for you. I don't think you should do that. And here's why. Um, you... Unless you really enjoy the hiring process, which I don't think, <laughs> I think zero people have ever said like, hey, that was a great hiring process. Like, I love finding a job. It's so fun. Yeah. Like, nobody's ever said that. It's, it can't be. Psychopaths, maybe. 
But like, uh, nobody, nobody wants to interview for a job. Everybody hates that. And as a senior designer, if you maintain your network, um, the chances of you getting your next job from somebody in your network are extremely high. There was uh, the last, so the last three jobs I've, we talked about this. I don't have a portfolio. I, I don't have a resume. I don't have anything because the last couple of jobs I've gotten, the last couple of jobs I received have all been from people that have known people that have known me or something. Yeah. And so it's like they recruit, the, you know, they recruit you, you know, because if you're in people's networks, um, you know, and you've been, you've, you've maintained those relationships on some level, mm-hmm. not even like, you know, just, just the occasional like LinkedIn message, the occasional, Hey, grab lunch, just like light stuff, not heavy stuff. Like yeah. you don't have to be involved in these people's lives that much. Yeah. You don't have to send them a holiday card uh-huh. or anything. But when, but when I'm hiring somebody, what's the first thing any hiring manager does? You always ask us as a team, do you guys know anybody yeah. that, that would be great for this job? You write down a list of people you know. Yeah. Then I ask. Then you usually ask your design team. Uh-huh. Okay, who do you know? And then you ask your buddies that work at some other companies. Who do you? Who would you recommend? All of those recommendations come from somebody's network, either from what they've, who they've worked with, who've job shadowed them, who they've met at meetups that they thought were cool, like that kind. Of, that's where those people come from. Yeah. And so I think maintaining those relationships is really important as you become a senior. I don't think anything changes um, as you grow in your career. I think you still should go to meetups. I think you still should do all those things and be brave, you know, Mm -hmm. drink your courage, all that stuff. But I think the difference is is you need to work a little bit harder maintaining some of those relationships you've built. Yeah. Yeah. And I think think that's a pretty good sum up of those differences of like – a senior versus a junior. As a junior, you're probably not doing as much and you're probably afraid to do it. Yeah. So those are some tips that you can do to like to get going on that. And as a senior, you have to maintain it. You have to, mm-hmm. of course, have one in the first place. And you have to keep doing those same things and just maintaining those relationships, right? Yeah. I was talking with Emma earlier about corn and analogies to corn. I think there's a really good analogy to corn here. So is, is this is this corn the band is or is this corn? Oh, we could, if you want to talk vegetable. about corn the band, let's throw that on the top. I don't know Man, if I do. Comes out. Uh, no, this is corn. This is like corn, uh, not with a K, but with a C. Okay, with a C. <laughs> with a C and a regular facing R. Okay. Um, no, like when you first start out, you are planting those seeds of a network, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're planting. You're planting the seeds of the corn. Right. I think all too often seniors, when the corn starts to grow, they forget about it. Right. Yeah. And so they you still need just because corn is there, just because the corn is is growing doesn't mean it doesn't need your attention. And I think you need to I think you need to go out in your cornfield every once in a while and, you know, prune stuff up, (laughs) you know, get rid of the bugs some of the bugs out of there mm-hmm. uh you know put a scarecrow up in there every once in a while and scare some of the assholes away like that kind of stuff you need to you need to maintain that cornfield a little bit because if you don't you're going to wind up being like out of a job and don't know anybody in the industry like it'll go it'll go past you fast yeah like right like to use another <laughs> stupid things like <laughs> life moves fast <laughs> you gotta stop and look around every once in a while But no, it's totally true. You never know when you're going to need that network to help you find a job. 
or to help you answer a question. Because yeah. like if you if you have like if you're like maybe taking on a new position and you don't know how to do this, you want to talk to some people about it that have done it before. Um, or maybe you're laid off. Maybe <laughs> maybe um, yeah. You I don't know. You you get you need a new job and then yeah. If there's nobody there to help you out, then yeah. you you might be a little bit in trouble. Or maybe you want to go to a conference. And all the people in your office don't want to go to the conference with you. And you're like, well, who can I go to the conference with? Yeah. You need a buddy. I'll go out there and talk to them. Yeah. I'll go to my network. Who's going to the conference? I'll meet you. You see that all the time, like on Twitter. Hey, I'm going to be at the uh, Circles <laughs> Conference in uh, Texas. Uh, yeah. let's, let's, let's hang out sometime. And I always wonder if anybody actually ever, <laughs> like, connects that way. So you're saying you never connect to those people then? I Yeah. Wow. Because that's that seems like they're gonna kill me on some level. Like, yeah, that's they right. Want me to meet them somewhere? All no, they're gonna meet design, on my terms. Those design serial killers out there. <laughs> I did an interesting thing two years ago on Twitter. Is there was a lot of people on Twitter that I followed on Twitter that uh, I felt like I knew really well, mm-hmm. but I had never met them face to face. And so I I started to and I, and I I failed at this. I didn't do. I should have kept up with it. But I started to reach out to all of those people that were local in the local area that I hadn't ever met in real life. And I started to set up like, uh, you know, Red Bull dates with them. Red <laughs> like, Bull let's dates. Go, let's go grab a drink. Let's go grab lunch. Let's grab breakfast. Let's grab something. I want to meet in real life, right? Okay. And I was a little nervous to do it. But I was surprised. Like the first 10 or 15 people were like, yeah, that's great, you know? <laughs> and then you meet in real life and you realize they're like weird. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I don't really like you anymore. Uh, so maybe that's not a good thing to do. I don't know. I found it really interesting um, to meet people in real life because cool. the way you perceive them is a little bit different. And your people's personas online, too, can be pretty skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I come off as being like, you know this, Andy. I come off as being like some angry jerk online yeah, sometimes. Exactly. And you know that I'm not, right? No, not at all, Patrick. Like, I'm a sweetheart. I'm a teddy bear. You are. <laughs> So I always find it interesting when people are like, you're, you're an ass. And I'm like, no, I'm not. What did you, who told you that? Like <laughs> your freaking Twitter account told me that. And I was like, well, yeah, but you can't take everything I say on there. Seriously. Um, so I'd be like, if you're networking and you're doing stuff like that, like get, try to get to know some of the people too a little bit. Um, don't just assume that they're, you know, this person. Don't know they're assume that they're like that. Cause I yeah. think that's, that's easy to do when all you do is, you hear about people on LinkedIn or you the only time you interact with them is like in a Slack group. I think you can make some big assumptions. Yeah. And you can, way. you can do like what you did to me and put me in a box and just, you know, mm-hmm. read the cover I, of my book yeah, and we, not the inside. We of do it. that after we meet in real life though, like little tidbits of stuff. Yeah. Cause you're going to learn yeah. more about them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. At first you're going to be like, yeah, this, this Patrick's a total jerk online. I'm going to go, I'm going to go r- do a Red Bull with him and, yeah. and find out he just wants to give hugs to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also not the case. Don't spread that around. That seems weird. <laughs> uh, but Andy, to your point, like you being more of a quiet fellow, you've, you, you have a pretty good extensive network of individuals. Like, what were some of the things that you did? Some of the things that I did, well, I, I started a podcast where I had people come in and I, I met them for the first time in front of a microphone. That's a good, that's a pro tip too. It's a really good Anybody way to do it. Anybody can start a podcast. Anybody can. And a lot of people are. Yeah. 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 And I met a lot of 
really awesome designers. Everybody we've had, and even non-designers, everybody we've had on this podcast has just been an awesome person. Except for one. <laughs> we'll talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was... When we talk about disaster. corn, we'll talk about that person. <laughs> That's 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 one way that I have um, employed um, networking. I, I had to really put myself out there and like you know kind of I had to be a little bit courageous in, ter- in terms of like starting a podcast and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of that's been my way of doing it. And here and there, I'm not great at it, but going to meetups here and there um, and kind of talking to people, I'm still very <laughs> shy at those meetups. But if uh, Anybody out there, if you have questions that you want to ask myself or Patrick, you can slide into our DMs and ask us. Yeah. If you see us at a at a meetup, if you see us at a conference, you can just ask us a question. Yeah. Give us a high five. Give Andy a hug. You can give me a hug. Don't give Patrick a hug. Because. Because what, Andy? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Hug too long? Is that what you're trying to say? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a 30 second rule, man. <laughs> 36 is still, that's a long time for that's a, hug. a long hug dude yeah i think like that's a legit a four second hug is more yeah, yeah. appropriate more the more the pat on the back yeah type of like hey yeah. what's up buddy you you connect two pats <laughs> then you disconnect yeah. that's the hug that's four seconds yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> we'll design a proper hug one of these days yeah. User testing will be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be the best part. Yeah, just get out there. Meetup's the easiest way to do it, I think. If you can find a local user group in the area. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, then just go go try it out. Some of them are we- some of them can be a little weird. You know, I'll be honest. I've been to some meetups where I was like, this is a little weird. Like design much workshops, that one. That one was pretty bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. But uh and yeah, pro tip too, find stuff with like free food. That's always nice. It's a great plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people are a lot more like fluid and able to talk when you have yeah. dominoes in your it's tummy. more relaxed. Yeah. When you're kind of bumping into each other, you know, getting the dominoes line, right? You're like yeah. trying to get the pizza and you're like, oh, they got pineapple over there. And you're like, oh, who's this guy asked for pineapple? And so you, you know who to stay away from. Like it's a good, it's a good way to like pick and choose yeah or, or you might have like um as they call it a meet cute with your next best friend <laughs> designer where you're both reaching for the same mm-hmm. pizza and your hands touch and then you look up at each other and yeah i got a little creepy and, but yeah i get, I get then, it and then you're like best friends okay yeah. and then yeah you're you're all you're talking about pizza you're talking about design and what andy's trying to say is that's what happened to us yeah that's exactly what happened we were both us. reaching for the uh for the meat lovers absolutely <laughs> the meat lovers <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> um, yeah, just get out there. Be courageous, huh? Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Okay. If you guys have any topics uh, like this one, let us know. Topics at designmuch.com. Um, or just do hashtag topics, designmuchtopics. At designmuch.org. It's actually at designmuch.org. Yeah, yes. not we're not dot a dot com. com. We're at dot org. Yeah. Domain's cheaper. Yeah. So dot org. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Super embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, and then until next time, Andy. Maybe we'll get a be- maybe we'll get a bigger studio. Who knows? Bigger, better things coming coming forward. Right? Maybe, anything's hopefully. possible. We'll see. We'll see, okay. Patrick. I'm excited for the future. Okay, have fun, Andy. You too.